Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, you're listening to Day by Day Weezer. This is the second episode about their second album, Pinkerton, came out in 1996. The beginnings of the album date back to Christmas 1994 when Rivers Cuomo was back home in Connecticut and started recording some demos on an 8-track. His original concept became a science fiction rock opera called Songs from the Black Hole that explored his mixed feelings about success. I love when people have mixed feelings about success. I would love to have some of that fucking success, man. I always think Rivers should come work my job for a couple weeks and see how he has mixed feelings about success. 
So in March of 1995, Rivers, who was born with one leg shorter than the other, had extensive leg surgery to lengthen his right leg, followed by painful physical therapy sessions. This affected his songwriting as he would spend long periods in the hospital, unable to walk without the use of a cane, and under the influence of painkillers. In the same period, Rivers Cuomo applied to study classical composition at Harvard. His application letter described his disillusionment with the rock lifestyle, quote, You will meet 200 people every night, but each conversation will generally last approximately 30 seconds. Then you will be alone again in your motel room, or you will be on your bus in your little space, trying to kill the nine hours it takes to get to the next city, whichever city it is. Boo hoo. <laughs> so Weezer developed this songs from the black hole concept over the course of intermittent recording sessions throughout 1995. But every night Rivers kept listening to the opera Madame Butterfly by Puccini. Quote, the depth of emotion and sadness and tragedy inspired him to go further with his music. By May of 1996, Cuomo's songwriting had become, quote, darker, more visceral and exposed, less playful. That's Rivers' take on it. And the songs from the Black Hole concept was abandoned. Weezer's second album would instead feature songs that were written while Cuomo was at Harvard, which chronicled his loneliness and frustration, or what Cuomo called his dark side. Rivers tried to explain himself with a letter to the Weezer fan club that was sent out in July of 1996. Quote, There are some lyrics on the album that you might think are mean or sexist. I will feel genuinely bad if anyone feels hurt by my lyrics, but I really wanted these songs to be an exploration of my dark side, all the parts of myself that I was either afraid or embarrassed to think about before. So there's some pretty nasty stuff on there. You may be more willing to forgive the mean lyrics if you see them as passing low points in a larger story. And this album really is a story. The story of the last two years of my life. And as you're probably well aware, these have been two very weird years. So it was in 1995, a few days before Cuomo left to study at Harvard, that Weezer spent two weeks at Electric Lady recording the songs Why Bother, Get You, No Other One, and Tired of Sex. They had decided against hiring a producer and wanted the next album to have a live, raw feel. In January of 1996, during Cuomo's winter break from Harvard, the band regrouped for a two-week session at Sound City in California. That was to complete those songs that they had worked on at Electric Lady. They also recorded El Scorcho and Pink Triangle at Sound City. Then Rivers went back to Harvard then during his spring break in 1996, Weezer got back together at Sound City again and recorded The Good Life, Across the Sea, and Falling for You. Then Rivers returned to Harvard for his finals. Pinkerton was completed in mid-1996 in Los Angeles. The album title comes from a character in Madam Butterfly, B.F. Pinkerton, and the album is kind of loosely based around the opera. So there's a lot of references to Japan and Japanese culture. Pinkerton was released on September 24th, 1996. And at first it was a critical and commercial failure, at least on the surface, even though it did crack the top 20. 
This is a band following up a huge debut, and it just kind of was a dud. Of course, the album did develop a cult following that grew, and it is now a very highly regarded album, and it was certified platinum in 2016. One thing that probably held the album back or sabotaged it a little was that just as El Scorcho was gaining momentum on radio and MTV, actually the day before the album was to be released, a restraining order was obtained against the band and Geffen by the Encino, California-based security firm, famous private detective kind of firm called Pinkerton's Incorporated. So Pinkerton's sued the band and Geffen for a federal trademark infringement claiming that Weezer was trying to capitalize on the company's reputation, which, you know, you get successful like Weezer and some asshole is going to sue you. Uh, This case was eventually thrown out of court because it was completely fucking ridiculous, as if somebody was going to see the Weezer album in a record store and say, oh, Pinkerton, like the detectives, I'm going to buy this. I mean, just unbelievable. It's pretty fucked up that anybody can just sue anybody and then you actually have to deal with it, even if it's just a complete, frivolous, nonsense lawsuit like this bullshit. Alright, so let's get to the album. Pinkerton opens with a song called Tired of Sex. The song was originally written in December of 93 or January of 94. I think it's a really good song. I like the groove and the melody, and it's hard not to appreciate the way that Rivers just kind of opens up his weird brain and exposes it for all to see. It's a it's a heavy song, has a lot of energy. It's kind of an angry song. It's it's a very interesting song. And it's a good song. It's it's fun. It's a I enjoy listening to it. So it has a lot going for it. It has a lot of appeal on various levels. But as as we go through this day by day series, we're going to you know find that Rivers Cuomo is quite a character. All right, next song in the album is called Get You, uh, originally written by Rivers in January of 94, between the recording and the release of the Blue Album. And the song was actually played live while they were on tour for the first album. This is a cool song, dark, angry vibe, heavy guitars, and pretty good melodies. So like the first song, it's entertaining in a variety of ways, but it's surprisingly kind of angry and dark and heavy compared to, you know, some of the really poppy melodies from the first album. 
Sometimes I push too hard Sometimes you fall and skin your knee I never meant to do all that I've done to you Please, baby, say it's not too late third song on the album is called No Other One. This was written in July of 1994, apparently. This one harkens back more to the pop melodies of the first album. This song actually would have fit pretty well on the first album, I think. I like this one a lot. Classic Rivers Cuomo melodies. Track four on the album is called Why Bother, written and demoed by Rivers in early 94, so before the first album came out. The lack of producer on the album really stands out on a song like this. The sound is really raw. It's a good, short, punky song with a nice chorus, and I definitely like it, but it would be interesting to hear this song, you know, produced like the first album. Up next on Pinkerton, track five, a song called Across the Sea. Rivers wrote the song after receiving a fan letter from a young girl in Japan. She wrote to ask him questions about his everyday life, and it was during the winter while he was at Harvard, and he was lonely and depressed and just kind of fell in love with an anonymous Japanese fan who sent him a letter. This song is alright. I think it's a fan favorite, but it's not one of my favorites for whatever reason. Um, it's, it's not a bad song. I mean, Rivers is extremely talented.
Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. All right, track six. This is a song that Rivers wrote, I guess, about his time at Harvard after having the leg surgery. So he felt detached from everyone. And he, I don't know, he was feeling weird about his rock star status. The song makes reference to the cane that he had to use to get around after his leg lengthening surgery. Honestly, I don't really like this song. I think the melodies are pretty generic. At the same time, it feels like that might have been what he was going for. I think because he was writing about this weird idea of this nerd being a rock star or whatever it is, I think he wanted the song to have that just a generic rock song vibe. That's my guess. So I think he purposefully wrote this kind of a song about this topic. Up next, first single, El Scorcho. Um, I guess this is one of the first songs that Rivers wrote at Harvard as he was abandoning that Songs from the Black Hole concept album idea. The title El Scorcho was inspired by the sauce Del Scorcho from the fast food chain Del Taco. And this is the sweater song of this album. The verse sucks. The chorus isn't horrible, but really this is a dumb song. And again, the first single, so the sweater song and then this as the first singles is, uh, to me, just stupid. Yeah. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. 
Up next, Pink Triangle. Rivers apparently explained to Terry Gross in an interview on Fresh Air that this song was inspired when he saw a beautiful girl in one of his classes at Harvard. He watched her over a period of a few weeks, started having fantasies of marrying her, and he was crushed when he saw a pink triangle button on her backpack because he decided that meant she was a lesbian. When she might have just been supporting gay rights, you know, but... This song is an example of how good Rivers was at this. The chorus of the song is very catchy, melodically, but also the lyrics will grab anyone's attention. It's kind of a double whammy of catchiness. You've got the attention-grabbing lyrics and subject matter, and also the attention-grabbing catchy melodies. To me, this was the obvious first single, not only because it's actually a good song, or way better than fucking El Scorcho, but also it has kind of the novelty aspects that they might have wanted. You know, the alternative, modern rock. It had that. So, to me, this was the obvious first single. It's not my favorite song on the album, uh, but it's also kind of an obvious standout, just in terms of songwriting and everything. And El Scorcho is stupid and annoying, and this song is brilliantly effective. So there you have it. Track 9 is called Falling For You, written in the spring of 96, so one of the latest, maybe the latest inclusions on the album. Yeah, and they had already started recording the album. They had already recorded probably like half the album before this song was even written. I like the verse more than the chorus on this song. The verse melody is definitely better. I think the chorus falls flat for me. Last song on the album is called Butterfly. Uh, this is just Rivers and an acoustic guitar. It was recorded in two takes. Uh, the set, Well, the first take was just Rivers and his guitar. The second take, which is what's on the album, featured Carl Koch on percussion. According to Matt Sharp, Rivers brought the song to him and asked for his opinion because Rivers wasn't sure that it should be on the album, but Matt Sharp insisted that it had to be on the record. Once again, Rivers was incredibly skilled when it came to melody, and the melodies in the song are amazing. I think the lyrics are distracting, but it's a very pretty song. So at the end here, I wanted to mention again a couple of B-sides, because there's a couple B-sides from this period that are way better than a couple of the songs that actually made the record. So Waiting For You was a B-side from The Good Life, 
uh, originally written January of 94, so that's one of those that was actually written before the first album came out. And I think it's a classic Weezer pairing of very heavy guitars with very pretty melodies. So Waiting on You, B-Side to the Good Life, is a great song. And then there's another B-Side on the Good Life single called I Just Threw Out the Love of My Dreams. And I guess this song actually came out of the songs from the Black Hole. So it's a narrative from the point of view of the character Laurel. I guess hard to put it on the album with the different vocalist and just a different, very different vibe. It's extremely poppy and pretty 80s sounding too. All right, so my final verdict on Pinkerton is it's a really good album with a couple of duds. Producing it themselves might not have been the best decision but it worked out in the end because it did become a cult album and ended up being a pretty well-loved album, even though it was kind of neglected when it first came out. So there's going to be, you know, five years between albums here before Weezer finally put out another album. I think, you know, at some point it seemed like there never would be another Weezer album, but they finally pull it back together And we'll find out what they do next tomorrow when we talk about the Green Album.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 